Welcome to the Doc Documentary Wow Podcast. As always, I'm Dr. Wow, Patrick Michael. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's amazing. And today we have a real interesting one because, uh, let me just start off by saying this. I don't pay for documentary films, right? They've got to be streaming somewhere. At least that's what I thought until I came across this documentary. And I'm very happy that I did. And I've heard about it before. And I will give you all of the references to where I heard about this. And everything else that has to do with this documentary. As we go through today's episode about the wild and wonderful white, uh, whites of West Virginia. Let's go. Okay guys, so the backstory quickly that I didn't know obviously getting into this but i listened to a podcast called small town murder and the hosts are james petragello and uh jimmy wisman and james seems to be pretty uh cultured in the sense that he he he's got his pulse on uh the culture man and documentary movies are very popular especially nowadays and he always mentions the west virginia people whenever they go out there as far as their podcast is concerned, whenever they're talking about West Virginia, uh, Jimmy will obviously make mention of this documentary. And I'll be honest, man, I was not expecting it. Like I, I was expecting it to be easier to find a documentary because it sounded amazing. It just, I'm going to follow, you know, obviously because James liked it. I'm going to check it out. I trust his opinion. I listen to his podcast. They do great. So, of course, I find my, my way into uh, watching this documentary. And I actually had to pay for it on YouTube. I, I spent $2 on this film, uh, this documentary film. So, big shout out to the Whites, man. I'm helping uh, support the cause. Uh, put some money in their pocket. Even if it is only $0.04 cents a piece. But it doesn't matter because they all live off the government. Which, in a sense, is beautiful. Now, the family of the Whites themselves actually have a crazy history that I was not expecting when I got into watching this. I, did, I just thought there were some crazy people that lived out in West Virginia. I didn't know that at least one of them has to have some sort of money. Because it's like an entire family that... I don't know, it's kind of curated, I guess you'd say, from their grandfather and their father, who is uh, a famous tap dancer. Well, mildly famous. He was definitely a celebrity out there in West Virginia, but I've never heard of him. And I also, I'll tell you one thing I was not expecting. I was not expecting people in West Virginia to be into tap. It just doesn't, it doesn't fit doesn't fit for me at all doesn't make any sense but back in the day that long ago i'm sure it was more common you know there wasn't that many other things to be interested in so tap dancing came pretty easy and they were very good at it and a lot of the there's a lot of sons that came from this guy who was the main head of the family that was also the tap dancing phenom and they are brothers of jesco white and Jesco White is one of the main characters, and he's the one that I, I am definitely referring to when I say he's, he's probably the one that has money. Because 
he was he's done a lot of tap dancing work in Memphis, uh, not Memphis. Why do I want to say that? Uh, West Virginia, with Hank Williams the third, and just himself personally. How could he not have endorsements and and performances and all these things? This is what he does. So he's got to have some sort of money. I believe that he's the one that probably lives a little bit better than the rest of the family. But there was this big thing with this guy named Dirks, I think his, his name is, and he's the, the younger boy, grand-grandson of the main tap-dancing fella. And he does the uh, West Virginia mating call, which made him super famous. I wouldn't say super famous. Let me correct myself. Not super famous, but famous simply by saying, shaking a bottle of pills and having that timing to say, it's the mating call of West Virginia. And it's not something that I would have ever expected either, that like popping pills and snorting pills is a, a huge thing out there. I mean, it's a pretty, it's moderately big all over, but I was not expecting it to be as as large as it is out there in the in, in uh, West Virginia. It just, I don't know, it didn't add up for me, but then again, I am also not out there in West Virginia very often, but... They have a party, you know, they're smoking cigarettes and snorting pills and doing all these different things around children. Uh, the one daughter or sister, aunt, I don't know, she's somebody, one of the other whites, she ends up having a baby because apparently she was pregnant, like, when they first got there because they followed them for a year. And the people that are involved in this, that are producers or executive producers, is Jeff Tremaine and... Uh, Johnny Knoxville. You might have heard of them. And it's bizarre, man. A fucking bizarre story. They all come from a background of tap dancing. What? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You're first introduced to uh, the sister. I don't I don't have her name. They all had really weird names. And of course, there's always the one uh, female in the family, the group specifically, that thinks that she's hotter than all the other chicks. And then you see her dance, and you're like, you were a stripper? <laughs> what? I, I, I suppose, I mean, not saying that she's ugly by general standards, but you can't dance, bro. You look like you're made of wood. How did you get in that position? <laughs> and then also think, this has got to be sexy. But yeah, she recently got arrested too. Uh, her son... Is actually, you'll be able to find him in the news. He got 50 years for shooting his stepdad like twice, three times. And it's so crazy because in the documentary, they actually go to the jail and speak to the kid. And he couldn't be more like 17, 18 maybe. And they talk to him and he's saying that he thinks he's going to get released on an alternative sentence. And then you find out just a few months later... He gets 50 years. It's like as soon as he said that, I'm like, no. Once I found out what he did, you're like, no. No, you're going to do some time, bro. You're going to be down for a while. For a while. Guaranteed. You shot a dude like three times. In the face. Area. And he survived. That's 100% a witness against you. Like that guy's going to be able to destroy you in court. There's no doubting what he has to say. He's the victim, and he's alive. So yeah, he gets 50 years. She's really upset. The other uh, aunt, 
which would be the you know the kid who got 50 years aunt uh one of the sisters she i forget what they said they were they were like uh the biggest the meanest and the baddest or some shit <coughs> you know excuse me of course they had some sort of weird like thing between i don't know they're definitely a, a very popular family out there and it's nuts it's nuts because in most cases, if it wasn't for the fact that the history of the tap dancing and all that stuff within that little town, I would imagine they would do a lot more to get rid of these people, in a sense. To make them unwelcomed. Because they go to like the big fairs and carnivals and stuff and perform karaoke and tap dance and hang out with Hank Williams III. Which I also find really strange. Like, what is, what is he doing? I mean, sure, you can get all the guy to tap into your songs. Sure, that's cool. But it's like uh, he's hanging out with them or something. Like, how rich is he? That's what I kind of, I guess I, I should say. What side of town does he live on in comparison to them? And who's doing the traveling? Because I don't think I ever saw Hank Williams the third hanging out with anybody else from the family besides Jessica White. Which right there tells you that he wasn't, he didn't go out there. He wasn't, <clears throat> he wasn't going to the White's property. Excuse me. You know, he's like, you got to come to my house, buddy. I'm not, yeah, fuck that. It's gross out there. Like, the way that it looks is, uh, picture, like, making a murderer and the property that Stephen Avery and his family all lived on. It was, like, three trailers, you know, uh, a big parking lot, I guess, <laughs> a junkyard. They have that kind of thing going out there with the whites. The only difference is, is all these people are living off of uh, the government. They all cash some sort of check. I guess the one chick has had like a disability check since since she was like 11 years old. And it has to go back to her father, who is the main tap dancing guy. Not Jesco. That's the brother. But the father, he, he, I don't know. I guess he was very good at cooking the books with stuff like that. Where you could find a loophole in the governmental system to where they have to give you money. It sounds amazing. But then again, you also have to give a shit enough to try and do such a thing to find that loophole, right? Like, what kind of people are you? And I guess uh, people are upset with them. They don't like them. Not everybody enjoys them. But I'll be uh, as honest as I can be right now, and I'll tell you. I have went and I've watched, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of a video of uh dirks I th i'm pretty sure it's dirks something like that the young kid from the movie from the documentary he's young in the in the documentary because it came out in 2009 so i don't know how old he is now but he's definitely older and he's the one that said the thing about he shook the pill bottle and said you know this is a west virginia mating call he's got his own youtube channel because Here's my thing with documentaries, especially when they're talking about real people. They have to have an update, man. They have to. It's like you almost can't release it without an update. Even if it's a few months later, it's satisf satisfying enough in that sense. When you just find out, oh, well, this is, you know, six months later after all this stuff went down. Did she get the kid back? Where's Jesco now? What is Dirks doing? Are they still all popping pills, going nuts? There's so many questions, man. And I guess that's really what kind of makes it uh, interesting and also fucking shitty, man. You don't get any of the answers that you're looking for. 
So I had to go out of my way and start researching after the movie. And of course, I'm watching this movie when I'm trying to go to sleep. So I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm watching this documentary. Once it's over, I got so many questions. Guess who's staying up? Right? I got to stay up. I got to figure this out. And I, it, it basically leads me to, you know, this guy's fucking YouTube page. And that's because he had posted a video that basically said something like, update. You know, the words were in there. So obviously the people that started this film and made this film a thing, you know, they have not been back. So I, I listened to him talk a little bit. People were uh, commenting, I guess, on the live video, asking him things. But uh, you didn't, you don't really find out much, man. You don't find out the things that you want. And now that I'm thinking about it, you know, by relaying this to you guys, I'm realizing I gotta go. I gotta go research, man. I gotta go look. I gotta find more. But I guess the one thing, like I said, I kind of hinted on it earlier. The only other update that I got outside of this guy's YouTube channel is um, I guess there's like a heated thing going on between the people who made the film and the family where they, they're not getting the money that they're supposed to be getting or, you know, I, there's a lot of things going on in that area. Uh, the one stripper aunt or whatever, she uh, she got arrested recently because she had outstanding warrants and screamed at somebody that she was famous and who she was and they were like, oh, well, let's look this up. And sure enough, <laughs> she got arrested. So the one, the mother of the kid who got 50 years got arrested. I don't know how recent, but it obviously happened. And that's what they do, man. They all get arrested. You know, you get a, you get to see some boobs kind of at the end. And, uh, you know, I'll admit, some nice boobs. Wasn't expecting quality, let's be honest, okay? I'm I I'll, I'm trailer trash. I know I am, <laughs> but when I th yeah, so I've seen some gross boobs, right? You understand? Move, we'll move past it. But I'll just say, just to spoil that for you, in case you're attempting to go watch this movie after I pretty much ruined it. But it is fucking great. There's so much other stuff that I didn't tell you guys about, and there's also some things that you're like, you're gonna see it, and you're like, that's they fucking do that? What? She clearly, the one, the the biggest chick or whatever, that's what she called herself, uh, she, uh, she definitely sells some Xanax in the show, and so does Dirks, or what, Durky? I think it's Durky? Sure. I mean, it sounds like it's a West Virginia name, right? Durky. Like, that sounds, I mean, what am I, just making that up? That's the only other thing that could happen, I just make up, a, I just mashed up uh, some letters, and that's what came out. Ah, turkey? No, let's take the T for a D. Nailed it. That's a boy's name. Doesn't make any sense. It's not spelled like that, but it is said like that. Exactly like that. Durky. So I guess that's why I was confused. Dirks. Anyways, it is a... It's weird. It's a fucking weird thing. One of the other aunts, she gets out of prison. She did like three years. She comes home and, like, takes her ex-boyfriend away from her husband from uh, his gr current girlfriend. And, like, he never returned. Like, they just took him. It's such a weird thing. Like, they didn't kidnap him per se. But basically the woman gets out of jail. The next day she decides to go over to his house. 
and that's where he's living with this other girl and she's outside with him and they basically somehow agree to like let him go drink with them or something like what the f what that's not even a thing how is that even happening so many questions and believe me guys if this was something that we could put money into to recreate or go back and uh reinvestigate you think i wouldn't there's so many things man i actually got really sad I got really sad for the chick who lost her kid, like her newborn kid, as well as uh, her little son. He was adorable. And you kind of you start to feel bad. Like he's all cussing and flipping off the camera and shit. Just of course he's doing it in like a cute way, but it's like that's what you're around. I get it. I see what you're around, and the, you're a product of your environment, son. It's a damn shame. She does go to rehab. You know, she does try to better herself to get her kid back. And that's why you're like, wow, where's the update? I want to know. Did she get the kid back? I can't remember the little girl's name, but... You get what I'm saying? You're just left with this cliffhanger, and I, I don't see a future of a second film. But then again, that is also something I should mention, as I feel like I've heard that from the guy's YouTube channel. And I'll, I'll tell you, if you want some random-ass entertainment, that's a place to... That's a channel to follow. He's got more followers on uh, subscribers on his YouTube channel than I do. Of course he does. He has had a documentary made. And I'll tell you this. He wasn't even in the documentary, but maybe four times. Straight up. You hardly ever see that dirty guy. He has that one line. And that I think that's really what helps sell the documentary. Is that was part of the trailer. Like, oh shit, this is going to be wild. But I'll tell you right now. Uh, you never really see anybody super fucked up. I'll, t I'll tell you that. Like, n never really drunk or high or off pills. None of that shit. They all seem... Even if, they're even if they're in the process of getting fucked up, it's like, you know they do that a lot. So they're going to act pretty much how they do. Always. <laughs> it's going to be phenomenal. So I highly recommend it. I recommend it so much that I spent $2 on it, you guys. $1.99 on YouTube. Because I've been, I've been hearing about it so much from that podcast I listened to. I was like, you know what? Let's just see what my options are. Because I got to rent this thing. Because I got to see this. I had to. It's one of those that you have to. And I recommend it for all, you know, all the documentary guys out there, the documentary heads. Dr. Wow will not let you down. It's a must. And speaking of that, I just got to give a quick shout out to the, the IFC show that inspired this show in a lot of ways we're not parodying parodying sure <laughs> we're not parodying uh documentaries here but we are discussing them and uh there's a show on ifc called documentary now and they parody uh documentaries and they do a great job fred armison bill Hader, and there's a new season so check it out man it's on netflix right now but I think that's going to do it for today's episode. You guys are beautiful souls. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm glad that people find this as interesting as I do. And this documentary is definitely one of a kind. Highly recommended. Pay the $2. It's fucking worth it. And they deserve the money. I don't know. Do they? I don't know. Maybe not. All right, guys.